Hello, and welcome to the Passion on Purpose Leaders on Center Stage podcast. I am Steph, and I'm the owner and creative director of Vim. Vim's mission is to showcase the enthusiasm and passion of business leaders nationwide. I cannot wait to have you listen to the show and stick around. At the end, we talk a little bit about how you can be my next guest. All right, we are back with another episode of the Passion on Purpose Leaders on Center Stage podcast. I am so excited to have Heather Dominic with us. As always, we're going to dive into all of the, the what I what I call them, hard-hitting questions right off the bat, but I'm just really excited. Uh, Heather is the founder of Business Miracles, and we're going to dive into all of the amazing work that she is doing through Business Miracles um, as we go through the episode. So Heather, once again, thank you for being here. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. I love the focus of your podcast, and I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Oh, thank you. That means so much. Um, So with that, we'll just dive right in. What is your why? Mm, My why is about, first and foremost, my own empowerment to live my life as a person who's highly sensitive, yet also highly successful, and then to really support other highly sensitives to be empowered to do the same. Wow. So explain to me and the listeners, what do you mean by others who are highly sensitive? Absolutely. So the phrase highly sensitive is not a phrase coined by me. The phrase highly sensitive and most specifically highly sensitive person comes out of research from the mid 1990s. There's one woman who's really most well known for her research regarding the highly sensitive person. Her name is Dr. Elaine Aaron. She is most well known because she wrote the book, The Highly Sensitive person. In short, the research from that time and continued since has shown that there are 20% of us, 20% of the global population who are born into the world highly sensitive, meaning that your nervous system, if you are one of the 20%, your nervous system is wired to take in stimulation at a much higher degree than someone who's not highly sensitive. So that can be anything from sight to sound to smells to touch, but also energy, emotions, information. And maybe as you're listening, you're starting to already put the dots together that if your nervous system is taking in stimulation at a much higher degree than someone who's not highly sensitive, that means that your process or experience in the world is very different than someone who's not highly sensitive. So where my work comes in is to support other highly sensitive people like myself who feel called to be self-employed, to be able to do that effectively in a way that really works for their nervous system rather than against their nervous system. So at what age did you and I don't just mean, you know, learn the term through the author and through through the I'm sorry, I forgot her name, the woman who coined the term. Yeah. Where did you start to recognize this sensitivity or is that this highly sensitive nature that you you are? Yes, yes. So I think 
probably somewhere I knew all along that there was something different about me, but very similar to a lot of other highly sensitives. I did everything to ignore, mm. avoid stuff, um, push through that difference. And it was actually the path of self-employment that came that brought me to learn that actual term and what that meant and the fact that I was a highly sensitive person. So I've been self-employed for about 20 years. I'm coming up on my 20th year. And I was seven, eight years in and I just really hit a wall. Um, from the outside, I had had like my most successful financial year ever. I had crossed the seven figure mark for the first time. Internally, I was like dying. Mm-hmm. And I can look back and say, for sure, dark night of the soul. Really questioning everything about like what I was doing, how I was doing it. Was this really meant for me? Because I was just absolutely like overwhelmed. I was overworked. I was overexhausted. And that led me to Dr. Elaine Aaron, which led me to learn the term highly sensitive person, which led me to learn what that actually means and led me to learn of like, oh, wow, this is why everything has felt so hard. So if I'm going to continue on this path of self-employment, then I really have to start doing things differently. So long answer, short answer. (laughs) No, I love it. I think to me, and I, I don't know the flow of how I'm going this, my brain's just thinking about, you know, when you think of somebody as sensitive, we kind of assume they are more sensitive to what's being thrown at them versus they're just highly receptive to everything being thrown at them. And I know that's a very subtle difference Oh, but right. it's so significant for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I so appreciate that you tuned into that. So first, definitely in, in my work, I speak to the difference between being overly sensitive and highly sensitive, right? And just going back to like the, the, the basics of the research and the definition, which is highly sensitive is about the wiring of your nervous system. And then there does become a place where it's about nature and nurture, right? And that then leads to my work where I've identified what I refer to as the top 12 highly sensitive shadows and top 12 highly sensitive strengths. So everything that I teach and train on in the highly sensitive leadership training programs is about learning how to begin to use your nervous system differently so that you're not defaulting to that shadow behavior but actually really learning to use your nervous system to operate from that strength behavior. And so that's what I really hear you speaking to when you're talking about that subtle difference, because when you're in your strengths, you totally are that receptor and it really positions you to actually be very, very successful as a service-based entrepreneur and as a leader in many ways. But if you have not yet learned that training from shadows to strengths, if you're in shadows, it can feel like, oh my gosh, like this is insane. This is crazy. How could I ever possibly make it as a person who's self-employed too much, too overwhelming, right? Let alone lead myself or lead others. So hundred percent. 
Yeah. Okay. So we have to dive into this term, these terms of shadow and strength. I love, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm filling in with my own brain, some of the like reasons why we're going with shadow versus shadow in, in polarity to strength, but I want to hear your, your take on why those are the terms that you support um, individuals who are sensitive with versus like weakness and strengths. Yes. Well, I so appreciate that you brought up the W word. So <laughs> <laughs> definitely when I first learned the term highly sensitive and what it meant, I was like, oh my gosh, like, are you kidding? Like, this is like one more thing, one more label that I have to like manage one more thing that just like emphasizes like what a freak I am. Mm. And then when I started bringing the work to others, absolutely the first go-to at that time, which was over 10 years ago now, the first go-to for, you know, most when hearing that term was like, no, like I don't want to be highly sensitive. And that says that I am weak. Mm -hmm. So there really is a complete redefinition of what that means for oneself as a person who's highly sensitive and then what it means to actually work with your nature as a person who's highly sensitive. So that's where shadows and strengths comes in. It's really just about where are you in relationship to your nervous system? And so it's like two sides of a coin, right? And if you have not yet experienced training to learn how to work with your nervous system, it tends to show up in shadow behavior, just kind of meaning more like it works against you, right? Or also you can think of shadow behavior as, um, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Like undefined, right? Like untouchable, a little bit hidden, right? Like I don't really understand what this is. I just know that I often feel overwhelmed, right? That's a top one of the 12 highly sensitive shadows versus again, when you're in the training to really learn how to work with your nervous system optimally, then it really becomes a strength. Then you're able to access, you know, the, the subtleties that are part of your design. You're able to use that overstimulation in ways that can really work in your favor, such as strengths like intuition, right? Those of us who are highly sensitive, we are extremely intuitive. Uh, we also have strengths such as ability to be deep listeners, deep thinkers, deep feelers, empathy. These are all strengths that, again, when you learn how to be able to access them when you want to, in the way that you want to, to support what you want to be creating, everything about your experience changes. So you use a lot of buzzwords and a lot of things. Like so far, I feel like there's many people listening who are going to pick up on things that feel like them. Oh, that's me. Oh, there's a little bit of me. But how I feel like we're in this with TikTok and Google, we're in this day of age where everything is, everyone is self-diagnosing themselves as something. So there's things that I'm tuning into that you're sharing that make me think I could be a highly sensitive person. Um, but without, you know, no, like, how do we really, what are some signs beyond just maybe one thing that fits this model that would really help us recognize that the 12 strengths and 12 shadows could benefit us? Yes. 
So, so glad that you brought that up. And first and foremost, I would recommend not self-diagnosing <laughs> and instead just taking an assessment. So um, Dr. Elaine Aaron has an assessment that's uh, just publicly available on her website. And then I have worked uh, with Dr. Aaron's assessment to create one specifically for more entrepreneurialism and leadership. And I think probably you and I are going to talk about that in a little bit. Um, so I would say use a tool um, and just find out, right? And then just know for sure. And then you can start working with it. Yeah, I love that there that there's a tool that exists. Yes. Uh, <laughs> beyond just watching a few TikTok videos. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do not change your life based on TikTok videos. I feel like it has opened up the whole conversation though Agree. You know, definitely don't want to knock some of the things that i i guess i i can say i've learned but whether or not they were beneficial for me personally and in my needs but uh, i do think they've opened the conversation in a way that we wouldn't have today otherwise absolutely awareness right when i first started doing this work when i made the shift in my business to supporting other people who are highly sensitive who now um, i have coined highly sensitive entrepreneur when i was first making that shift a coach that i was working with at the time was like oh you cannot use that language in your marketing absolutely not and I was like, but I have to, <laughs> it's the heart of it. And she's like, no, no, that's going to just, it's really going to turn people off. And now I like to say, like, you can like, you know, I don't know, swing a tea bag and you'll hit someone who's coaching people on being a highly sensitive person. So yes, it is out there. And a lot of it is because of, you know, our, our connection channels and what's available via social. And you specifically target and work with, and I don't, I don't mean target in a negative way. You have really honed all of your focus and your skill towards supporting entrepreneurs. Where now I want to step back beyond the highly sensitive, right? Cause that came in seven to eight years into business when you really kind of noticed and recognized this prior to that, um, your entrepreneurial journey, where did the passion come from? And I don't, and what, what were you doing? What mm. did that look like seven, eight years before you recognized what you're doing today? How different was the shift? Yeah, amazing. So appreciate that question because it really has been such a journey. And I think it's so valuable to be able to talk about it, um, especially if we wanna go back to using the word shadow, the shadow side of social right? And awareness is like, oh, I have to be at the final perfect point of my journey. That's where I need to be. Otherwise, it's just worthless, which is so untrue, right? It's like every single step leads us to where we're meant to go next. So in short, uh, my first career as an adult was as a high school English and drama teacher. Okay. So I taught for eight years um, in two different public schools, very, very different, one very affluent, one very not. And I loved, 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 loved teaching. And I was super, 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 super frustrated with the system. Mm. 
And it was also right after 9-11. And at that time I lived just barely a mile from ground zero. Mm -hmm. So there was so much that changed in the world with 9-11, right? For those of us who remember that time. And there's just a lot in the ether, kind of similar to now of questioning, right? Like, what do I really want for myself and my life? And so I always had a passion with healthy well-being and living. And so I made the choice to start my first business as a nutrition and wellness coach. And that was my transition from working as a public school teacher into being self-employed. And it was a completely terrifying experience. And I've been uh, a student of A Course in Miracles since uh, round 14 uh, when my mother died. I realize I'm dropping like all these major bombs. Yeah, no, my brain exploded. I'm like, okay, got to touch on that. Got to touch on that. You're good. You're good. I'm doing my best to like summarize it, right? So I turned to my spiritual practice to really help manage the absolute terror of what it was to be self-employed. Now, at this time, also, I did not know that I was highly sensitive. So if I had, wow, it would have really, really helped um, and helped me to understand a lot of what I was feeling viscerally in regards to that, that fear and that terror. But I instead, I turned to what I'd always turned to, which was A Course in Miracles and my spiritual practice. And then eventually others that I was meeting in the wellness world through being self-employed and networking. And there was a lot of great stuff that was happening in New York around wellness at that time. Others started asking like, oh my gosh, like, how are you doing this? Like, how are you actually managing to like make this business work full time? So I just kind of started sharing and then that led to developing teachings on taking a spiritual approach to being in business. Then came the eventual dark night of the soul. And I was like, okay, now I'm really lost. Like just, I don't know what to do, which led to understand that I was highly sensitive, which led to start to develop new ways of managing myself in business, which then led me to sharing that with others. And then that has evolved into what is now, um, you know, a seven track of leadership curriculum that spans from anything from, you know, our marketing leadership track to advanced marketing leadership track to professional to visionary. And really just, again, how for those of us who are highly sensitive, there is a way for us to be contributing and making an impact in the world beyond just making it through the day. Mm. And so that then really is, you know, what now drives going back to your first question, the why, you know, the why behind the work. So, sorry, I tried to make it as like, <laughs> as like tight as possible, like a 20 year journey, right? No, that's a lot to touch on. Uh, it's hard. You know, I do like to keep the episodes short because, you know, we know our listeners have lots to do and attention spans, but when we talk about passion and intention in a business, that's a deep conversation. So it's an impossible feat to go through that 20 year journey. So business miracles is what you do now and how you serve people. Now, everything that's led you up to, to founding this business 
is I'm sure fueled throughout. So what are the biggest takeaways that you want individuals who are working? And tell me a little bit too, are we working with men only, women only? Are we working with anyone? What is the biggest walk, like takeaway that you want anyone to take when they work with you? Or the smallest, I guess that's even harder. What's the smallest thing, if nothing else, you want them to walk away with from business miracles? Mm-hmm. So, men and women, for sure, men and women who are highly sensitive. And the takeaway is that as a person who is highly sensitive, you have the absolute ability to empower yourself to learn how to work less while making more of an impact and an income. You'll need to do things differently, but through your willingness to do that, your entire business and life experience will change for the better. I think a lot of the listeners are going to feel very validated. I'm feeling that way right now. Um, Not to self-diagnose, but even just to recognize in my own self, uh, my silly example, my husband and I will be sitting downstairs, the TV will be on, he'll be on his phone, he'll be scrolling through Instagram, and uh, he's a dirt bike rider. So like a dirt bike video will come on and you know, the the high pitch revving of the engine will be going on and I'll be on my laptop, you know, trying to write some copy or something. And I will just frankly lose my mind. Yes. And we've, we've come to have lots of conversations around that, not just wanting it to be my airspace, but that it truly triggers something of, of like a whole body heat. Yes. Um, and and yes. it's so hard to explain. So I know that just listening to this episode, there's going to be listeners in the entrepreneurial space who are going to, at the very minimum, feel very validated from what you have to share. So, so I just have to thank you before we, I'm not to wrap, but thank you right now for that. Cause I'm feeling it. Oh, I so appreciate that story. We could have a whole conversation <laughs> just about that. Um, I totally get it. And having the language of what it actually means to be highly sensitive really makes such a difference. Your personal relationships, your professional relationships. And in real short, that's where the name Business Miracles came from. Because as I mentioned, my connection to A Course in Miracles and the definition according to the Course of a Miracle is a shift in perception. Mm -hmm. So when I learned that I was highly sensitive, it was like kind of like, whoa, like these dots came together. And I was like, oh oh my gosh, like, this is what I need. I need a business miracle. I need to have a shift in perception about how I look at myself. I need to have a shift in perception about how I look at what being in business means. And I need to have a shift in perception about how I go about that, which is very different than someone who's not highly sensitive, who could totally be writing copy while listening to like, you know, 800 dirt bikes riding. (laughs) Right. And they're not wrong and you're not wrong, but wow, is it a different experience. And a shift in perspective. Yes. A shift in perspective. One, uh, to, to bring it back to myself, but I'm taking so much away. I know the listeners are the same. I will beat myself up. I'll sit in here and I will beat myself up looking at a, at a to-do list and just being so stuck at times. Um, there's this overwhelm of to-dos that 
it, they almost come at you like arrows and they're all literally hitting you pinpointed like little, little, little jabs. And um, it, I love the idea of you don't need to be coached. You don't need to learn. You need to shift your perspective around who you are as an entrepreneur if you are highly sensitive and how to work that towards your advantage versus yeah. seeing it as something in the dark. Exactly. Shadow strengths, right? Mm -hmm. And it's going to look different. It's going to look different for you. And so part of the process, part of the journey, right? Part of the leadership training program is how do I be okay with that? Right. Mm. That's a lot easier than it actually ends up being. But as you do make peace with that, then everything changes. Right. And what I hear all the time is really, can that really be true? And, you know, I have my own experience and I have just hundreds and hundreds of others that I've mentored, which yes, it can be true. You're questioning if it can be true because you look out and it's just probability. You're 20%. You're looking out at 80%. So you're not seeing it reflected back to you consistently that the way that you need to do it can be done and can be done successfully. But I'm here to tell you, Again. And for entrepreneurs who are struggling, what is one shift if they don't, I mean, I know you have some tools, so we're going to get there, but if they take it, nothing else away and just listen to the episode, what's your one tool you would advise an entrepreneur who, who assumes they might be highly sensitive and wants to start making a shift in perspective? So one of the foundational teachings that I share is what I refer to as energy management. And I have various tools that I teach that help energy management to really be tangible. So something like meditation, for example, is really, really valuable. Yet energy management is about something where you're typically putting pen to paper. You're starting your day that way where it's, I like to call it pre-paving, like you get ahead of how your nervous system can potentially work against you. Mm -hmm. So I have various tools. I'm, I'm happy to share some of that here today. Um, just you tell me when is a helpful time to do that. But really, really, really start your day intentionally. Start your day intentionally as a person who's highly sensitive. Stop buying into the, I shouldn't have to do this. There's something wrong with me because I have to do this. This is a waste of time. I really should just be writing copy instead. And just take five, 10 minutes truly to just set the start of your day. I, the quote, slow down to get ahead. Is as a mantra, I'm constantly preaching to others and myself. And I think that is a really good testament to how powerful that slowdown in the minute, that intentional slowdown can truly help you get ahead. Especially if you are highly sensitive. Absolutely. Absolutely. All the time, I'm talking about the value of step by step. Mm -hmm. Right. Which again could be a whole nother conversation because one of our strengths <laughs> is that we're visionary. However, we work best in incrementalized steps. Slow down, get ahead. Love that. Thank you. Yeah, I, I think it works beautifully in many, many circumstances, mm -hmm. but especially as entrepreneurs, uh, often solopreneurs, often mompreneurs who are juggling so many things. 
the like to have someone tell you to slow down it's almost offensive um but it's so powerful and that's where we can start to see the value like through your teachings and the 12 shadows and the 12 strengths and help see why that slowdown isn't offensive I feel like there's some incredible power that we could unleash there absolutely agree yes so i want to i don't want to wrap up but i want to respect your calendar and our time together uh what in the most kind of like succinct way uh is it that business miracles does so that listeners has a good idea of whether it's a good fit for them to to dive in and work with you and what is the easiest way to do that to dive in to work with you mm -hmm. yes so i would say really to sum up the work that we do in the highly sensitive leadership training programs is we train highly sensitives to operate with their nervous system in a way that is optimal and therefore allowing you again to work with less effort while making more of an impact and an income so whether that be in your relationships i would even back it up that's just with yourself mm -hmm. right or and relationships or and business or career right or and leadership in all the ways that that's meant to look for you truly it's like wow stop having my system feel like i am a slave right or i am mm -hmm. um, but instead i am empowered and i am emboldened um from there based on the conversation that we've had so far today i think the resource that i would really like to share is a starter kit that i call um really being able to shift from coping into creating mm, i love this already yeah so at this starter kit you will find an assessment so no more self-diagnosis um, <laughs> but an assessment that helps you identify one of the three coping mechanisms that i have come to learn highly sensitive entrepreneurs tend to default to hmm. and how to then once you've assessed which coping mechanism you tend to default to how to begin to shift from coping into creating so the starter kit is called how coping keeps you captive mm. and you can find that at www.businessmiracles.com forward slash starter hyphen kit awesome i'll make sure too we will have that link in the show notes for listeners who can who can just click right on there and go take that and awesome. or get those resources. I know I'm going to be definitely diving into that myself. I think it will be really helpful. And I would just love to hear how it works for you. Yes, thank you. I, I could truly talk to you so much longer. Like you said, there's little tangents and segments we could just have dive dove off on for hours on each. But I really appreciate all of the wisdom that you shared today but also fueled through this entrepreneurial journey with business miracles um there's 20 percent of the population is experiencing this and likely not getting any support and you chose to to make some support mm -hmm. and that's huge so i just really want to thank you for that thank you so much i so appreciate it and again love this podcast and the work that you're doing and so appreciate just being able to 
have a conversation today. Thank you. That means so much. All right, listeners, until next time. Steph here. Thank you so much for listening to the Passion on Purpose Leaders on Center Stage podcast. If you are a successful business owner and you lead your business with passion, we'd love to feature you on our show. We'd love to share with the world what makes your business great and how you have intentionally led passion throughout your business. Also, if you got any value or little tidbits from this episode, please take a minute to screenshot the episode and share it on your favorite social media platform. Be sure to tag us so we can properly thank you and we love deepening our connection with our listeners. We are regularly putting out new episodes to feature leaders such as yourself who lead with passion on purpose. So be sure to subscribe to our show so you don't miss any future episodes. For more episodes, guest information, or details on the show, please visit getvim.com forward slash passion on purpose. That's getvim.com forward slash passion on purpose. Once again, I'm Steph. I am the owner and creative director at Vim. And thank you for listening to the show.